All right, good morning, big day today. Today is Fed Day, all eyes are on the Fed, so we will talk about what that means, what could happen. We also have Tesla reporting earnings after the bell. This will be a big one. Oil is marching higher, so we'll take a look at oil stocks and what they are doing. We had earnings reports from Boeing, from AT&T and Microsoft, and we'll show you what happened. And then there's some news from Mattel and DraftKings, so a lot going on. So. We will have a full show. Today is Wednesday, January 26th, and if this is your first time here, hi, I'm Marcus Hardcutter, and this good-looking guy over there is my head coach, Mark Harton. Together, we have more than 47 years of trading experience, and every morning, we sift through a mountain of news websites, newsletters, and reports, and, and then we take the most important news and go live right here on YouTube to share with you what you need to know as you head into your trading day. If you're new to this channel or this is your first time here, I know it can be overwhelming, but don't worry, we have a special video just for you that I will link to in the description, and that's a great place to get started. So, Mark, yesterday, another interesting day in the markets. Gosh, uh, Marcus, I, I think that's an understatement. I mean, just <laughs> like, you know, Monday was one for the history books, right? Um, but yesterday, another volatile day, and I know you have the S&P up. Um, yeah, I just switched a to a five-minute five chart so that you see. I mean, Monday, as you said, day for the history books, and here's yesterday's. Yeah, and I mean, the, the thing is, those are big swings, right? Um, it's a little misleading when you see such a huge day on Monday, but those are big swings. Yeah, What's this year, almost 3% swing that we have from the from the bottom yesterday to the high yesterday. So, I mean, <laughs> this is where the daily charts don't tell the story. If you just look at the daily chart, you see, oh, yeah, we opened a little bit lower and we closed lower. So we closed lower 1.2%. But then we had these three-point swings throughout the day. That's not yeah. what we are seeing here. Yeah, three percentage points. Yeah, yeah, it's. I mean, it's just a lot of volatility as traders try to figure out what to do. Uh, you know, we hear this this uh, word crash, right? You know, you see headlines crash, and and uh, investors are trying to figure out should I have money on going into the Fed uh, statement today? Should I take it off? You know, and this has just been a, a volatile week. Yeah. So yesterday, I mean, all three major indices are down. Uh, the Dow, the least of them, just barely down by 0.2%. The S&P yeah. down by 1.2%. And the Nasdaq yesterday down by 2.3%. So you mentioned the Fed, the Fed, the Fed. They started their meeting yesterday. But today is the big day where we will hear the statement and then also the press conference. And this is where the Fed is not expected to make any policy changes at all. What traders are really looking for is uh, any commentary on when rates will be raised and also by how much. And, and so this is going to be the, the real key here. Uh, the expectation is that they're going to be ready to raise interest rates in March after bond purchase tapering ends and that there are four hikes expected. So any change from that could have an impact on the market. Yeah, so for today, as you said, no changes are expected. However, when uh, when Powell is having the press conference, traders will want to hear, okay, are they planning to raise interest rates in March by a quarter percent or half a percent? And uh, as we see, this is something that could then shake the markets. Sure. And then there's also the wording where, you know, will they say we expect four, maybe five rate hikes this year? Or will they say we're taking it 
month by one month, right? We're looking at the data. We're in, and so it really depends. You know, you have these terms, you know, hawkish, and uh, are, are they going to be aggressive with their wording or more uh, laid back and conservative? Technically, they shouldn't be concerned about the market volatility that has just occurred this month um, and focusing more on the economics and also inflation, um, you know, economics being uh, jobs, you know, the job supporting uh, or economic supporting job growth. Um, but yeah, I, I think this this time around, they're not going to worry about what's happened recently. Yeah, we'll see. Okay, then in other big news, we have Tesla reporting after the bell today. Yesterday, they were down 1.2%. This morning, they're already up 4%. Big uh, or decent pre-market move. And uh, this, we'll, we'll talk about futures uh, a little bit in a little bit. But um, nice, nice jump uh, this morning uh, yeah. for Tesla and some others. <laughs> and Elon Musk. Did it again. I mean, we know that he's just the, the, the master of redirection, right? So, yes, uh, we are announcing earnings after the bell. And uh, in the meantime, let's talk about uh, McDonald's accepting Dogecoin. <laughs> he tweeted and said he'll eat a happy meal on TV if McDonald's accepts Dogecoin payments. And this is what everybody is talking about right now. So Elon Musk and his tweets, <laughs> not moving the markets, but definitely he knows how to attract attention and how to direct attention. <laughs> I, I, I missed that a uh, very, very important news and headline. So I'm, I'm glad you brought it uh, uh, up today, Marcus. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we also have Apple reporting and Apple is reporting tomorrow. All right. Uh, tomorrow after the bell. So, uh, yeah, I mean, we, we have the heavyweights reporting here. Um, let's talk about earnings because we had quite a few others already reporting. And I mean, these, these were big names that are reporting right now. So Boeing, super interesting uh, what happened here with Boeing. So they reported earnings. And this, this one, you kind of need to read between the lines. Uh, so they actually reported a loss of $7.69 a share Analysts had expected a 42 cent loss per share. So a huge, huge difference between what was expected and what actually came out last quarter. Um, but that loss was related to 4.4 billion in charges uh, that were tied to a variety of things, including delivery delays for the 787 uh, jet. Uh, so some concerns there. However, they did generate positive cash flow for the quarter for the first time since 2019. <laughs> right. So, I mean, this is good news and Boeing up 1.3% in pre-market trading. All right. Yeah. Good old AT&T. I mean, AT&T, uh, everybody's favorite dividend stock uh, that actually got beaten down here uh, since 2017. Very volatile, and uh, they reported earnings, and uh, they're up in pre-market trading. Yeah, a little, a little boost pre-market. Uh, like you said, uh, better than expected profit and revenue beating estimates by two cents. Uh, and they said that this was helped by strong growth for its HBO Max unit. So surprising, right? <laughs> but there you go. So AT and T up. Uh, 2.1% in pre-market trading. Then yesterday after the bell, we already had Microsoft reporting and Microsoft, big jump here this morning, up 5.4%. And, and this was interesting, Marcus, because yesterday there was a negative reaction uh, after the bell. And then this morning we're higher. 
Um, so it looks like traders are still just trying to figure out what to do with the report, but it, it looked pretty good. They reported $2.48 a share, 17 cents better than expected, with revenue also better than forecast. They even gave an upbeat forecast for the current quarter uh, with cloud services revenue continuing to show strong growth. So it seemed like it was a really, really solid uh, earnings report. And after the bell yesterday, uh, the reaction was negative. So starting yeah. positive today, though. Yeah, no, I mean, this is what we want to hear. We want to hear positive guidance going into 2022, right? I mean, that the supply yep. chain issues are behind us, that the Omicron and COVID worries uh, start fading away, that inflation is not really a big deal, uh, deal. And this is where Microsoft actually delivered. So that's good. Also got to take a look at crude oil because crude oil just keeps marching higher. I mean, here... We are already making almost new all-time, uh, not all-time highs, but seven-year highs here uh, at this point. So right now, well above $85 a barrel right now, eighty-six seventy-seven. And this is where uh, demand, you know, could be driving this higher. But also it's, it's very common for oil to be higher in an inflationary environment, right? So we have... At 7% inflation, highest in 40 years, it, it's very typical to see um, oil uh, higher. And uh, what a move. <laughs> yeah, trading at levels that we haven't seen since October 2014. So, yeah, um, definitely seven plus years uh, high that we are making here. And I mean, this is also uh, boosting oil stocks, right? I mean, oil stocks, it, it's always uh, <laughs> always right. Okay, higher oil prices, is it good or is it bad for oil stocks? But uh, if you're looking at, uh, for example, APA, um, <clears throat> that's, uh, yeah, Energies and Minerals. Yesterday, huge day, up 8% this morning, pre-market trading, another 2.87%. Uh, Halliburton, also up yesterday, 7% in pre-market trading, up 2%. Uh, Oxy, I, I mean, it doesn't matter where we look. Uh, yesterday, up 8% in pre-market trading, up 2%. Then we have MRO, Marathon uh, Oil. So huge, huge for oil companies. Yeah, a big uh, a big couple of days for oil and gas while the rest of the market was <laughs> looking a little different. Yeah. Hey, um, Marcus, we have to look at, at Bitcoin too. Oh, yeah. So Bitcoin bouncing back. Yeah, and I, I think this is more of a, a technical move, you know, people buying after uh, it beaten down. But I did see two headlines that were interesting. So there was news that the Russian central bank uh, was encouraging to ban Bitcoin uh, and Bitcoin mining. And uh, now the Russian finance ministry, or at least an official there, he object to the central bank crypto ban saying that there should be regulations, but not an all out ban. Um, and then I also saw that the IMF has urged El Salvador to strip Bitcoin of legal tender status. So El Salvador being the first country to uh, accept Bitcoin as legal tender. And that was kind of an interesting uh, play there. Yeah. Uh, they've been buying Bitcoin on this big slide because they, when they started uh, buying it, it uh, was a much, much higher. And uh, so they've been excited about buying on the dips and uh, that hasn't really worked the last yeah, couple now there's of some pressure on them. Yeah. Right. Yep. The other stocks that are in the news, uh, Mattel. I mean, <laughs> Mattel up this morning, 8%. That's a, that's a pretty big move for them. Yeah, they... Uh, jumped after the Wall Street Journal reported that 
Uh, Mattel has won back the rights to produce toys based on Walt Disney's Frozen franchise from Hasbro. So uh, I don't know the details there, but uh, I guess there were some issues with Hasbro uh, having the rights. Yeah, and I mean, Hasbro this morning down 2%, Mattel uh, being up more than 8% in pre-market trading. Okay, also DraftKings, DK and G. Finally, some good news. I mean, DraftKings has just been hammered, uh, going from, what, $60 to around $20. I mean, just sliding since September. But now this morning, some good news. And in pre-market trading, they're up 7%. Yeah, nice pre-market move and, and just a real tough slide for anybody holding DraftKings. Uh, but they actually received uh, an an upgrade by Morgan Stanley uh, to overweight from inline. And Morgan Stanley said that uh, the U.S. sports betting and gaming market is likely to only have a few winners. And they believe that DraftKings will be one of them. Yeah. All right. Well, let's take a look at pre-market trading. What are we doing today going into the big day? I believe it will be another volatile day here today. And uh, we're looking at the E-mini S&P futures uh, at the overnight action. And I mean, yesterday at first it was muted, but then uh, this was around the European session. When the European session started, uh, U.S. futures markets moved higher. And right now we are pointing to a 1.3% higher opening. Yeah, nice move overnight, and I don't think that this uh, movement has ended. Well, pick the direction, though. <laughs> I mean, this is where today it will be a volatile day with the Fed. So the yep. Nasdaq also pointing right now to a more than 2% higher opening, uh, now a little bit behind here, but also pointing to a higher opening of almost a percent. So all three major indices are pointing to a higher opening. And I mean, it just shows that this roller coaster ride will continue. I won't read too much into this here right now. It's just after being beaten down. If you look, uh, if we take a look at another look here at the Nasdaq after being beaten down uh, for for days here, and uh, I mean being now solid in correction territory, almost seems this morning like a little bit of of buying kicking in. But yes, everybody will be holding their breath this afternoon when the Fed released their statement and. Jerome Powell steps in front of the microphone and gives his uh, press conference. Yep. So statement at 2 p.m., press conference at 2.30 Eastern time. Yeah. Be prepared for a volatile day. <laughs> and yeah, we are prepared. We're getting ready for trading here right now. And this has been a really fun week for trading, Mark, hasn't it? Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay. If you would like to know how we trade these crazy markets, we'll link to a few videos right here. If you like this update, want to see us again, subscribe to the channel and then you'll automatically get a notification whenever we go live again. So then have a great rest of your day. Happy trading, everybody.